Hello and welcome to the She Reads Romance Books podcast, the ultimate show for romance book lovers looking for the best books worth reading. I'm your host, Leslie Murphy, and in each short episode, I share my favorite book list of recommendations so you know exactly what to add to your must-read list. Join me as I explore the romance genre and have fun collecting book boyfriends along the way, because life is better with a love story. Hello, readers. Welcome back to the She Reads Romance Books podcast, where I am continuing my episodes on erotic romance because I take my job very seriously in helping you find all the steamy reads if that is your cup of tea when it comes to reading romance. I've discussed my favorite erotic romance books back in episode 32, and trust me when I say you need to read all of those books that I shared in that episode. They are just so stinking good. I also just shared my favorite books about exhibitionism in my last episode, which I hope you listened to. And if you haven't, definitely circle back to it after listening to this one, because exhibitionism and voyeurism go hand in hand, do they not? Because if someone likes to be watched, there is probably a voyeur there who likes to watch. But in today's episode, I wanted to share some of my favorite romance books with characters who are voyeurs, people who like to watch others have sex or who enjoy watching others pleasure themselves or others. These are some good ones, folks, so grab a pen and paper or your romance book reading journal and turn to the to-read page and get ready to fill in some titles. All right. The first one I wanted to talk about on my list is Voyeur by Fiona Cole. And I kind of had to start with that one, didn't I? I mean, it's a given, given the title, right, that this should be on my list of best voyeurism books. And let me just say that I love how most, if not all, but a lot of Fiona Cole's books have these one-word titles, and they really just work. I mean, All she needs is just one word to convey the heart of the matter in her book, and that is absolutely the case with Voyeur, her pretty much most popular book. Now, this book also made my list of best teacher-student romance books, so if you love that taboo category, it's just another reason to pick up this book. But it follows the story of Oakland, who is a college freshman who needs to make some cash. She does have a job on campus, but to make ends meet, she takes up her friend's suggestion to perform at the club Voyeur. So Voyeur is basically this private club where sexual acts are performed for a private audience. Members can pick the acts and the performers, and obviously the performers can have a say in terms of which acts they want to do on any given night. And for Oakland, It's mostly masturbation scenes for members who choose her. And one member who chooses to watch her quite a bit behind the glass, unbeknownst to her, is her professor, Callum Pierce. Now, I will say that both characters in this book are a bit complex. Oakland needs to earn money for school because her douchey parents cashed her loan check. And Professor Pierce has his own inner demons and reasons for visiting the club. There's more behind his desire to watch as a voyeur, so I would definitely recommend checking out Fiona Cole's trigger warnings for this one if she has them up on her website. 
given that this book was a bit more heavy than I was anticipating and had some drama that I could do without, you know, I sort of hesitated, but it was definitely a book about voyeurism and the pleasure it brings someone. And so I would highly, highly recommend checking it out. Okay, moving on. I was sort of quick on Voyeur, but the next book that I want to talk about is one of my favorite voyeurism books. And it's sort of a series of three short novellas that are available together as a 200-page set. So definitely buy that if you're choosing because it's awesome. <laughs> I'm talking about the book Watching by Bethany James, which is the first novella followed by Watched and Watch. But I've linked to the whole watching series in the show notes, so don't worry about the order. Just click that link and you'll be set. Now, Bethany James, to my knowledge, doesn't seem to write anymore, at least under that name. But I picked up this book um, a number of years ago after I read her erotic romance, My Personal Bad Boy, which I talk about incessantly, like all the time, and recommend it to folks looking to explore erotic romance. It's fantastic, and watching is honestly just as good. As I said, all three books together are just about 200 pages, so not long at all, but it's really felt like this complete story that definitely focuses on the ideas of voyeurism and exhibitionism, especially from the perspective from someone sort of new to those interests. It starts off with Celia and Jack having this super crazy meet cute, but absolutely instant chemistry between the two. They end up meeting later at Boom, which is a nightclub that Jack manages, and spend some time in the VIP room where they end up watching his two neighbors have sex. And it opens Celia's eyes to voyeurism, and she realizes that she likes it. And as the story continues with the other novellas, there is more voyeurism and her questioning whether she'd like to be on the other side of things and be watched herself. So if you're looking for something short and hot that explore, explores voyeurism, then I cannot recommend watching enough. It was awesome. I probably reread it several times in the past year since I first read it. So definitely add that one to your TBR list. Now, the next book, I really enjoyed that focuses on voyeurism is The Varlet and the Voyeur by Penny Reed and L.H. Causeway. First off, I'm not going to lie, I had to look up the definition of varlets when I first read this because I'm like, Penny Reed, what are you talking about? I do not know what a varlet is. And then I'm like, should I? Am I uneducated? But alas, I had to channel my you know, inner Downton Abbey days. And then it all kind of came back that the historical definition of varlet is traditionally a man or a boy who is an attendant or servant for another. Well, in this book, we have a female who acts as a companion or attendant to our lawyer, William. See, William has this secret and one that he is afraid will destroy his reputation as he is this clean-cut farmer boy from Oklahoma who is now playing for an Irish rugby team. No one knows that he has a kink for watching people have sex. 
but that practice sort of gets him into a sticky situation. So he is asking Josie to keep him on the straight and narrow path and not continue his voyeuristic proclivities. So she accepts this offer because she's a bit of a mess and in a bit of a bind. She basically is now homeless and in need of a job to pay her way through college as she hopes to become a veterinarian. So the plan is that she will move in with William and keep him on the right path. And only their plan, of course, you know, starts to backfire because they obviously fall for one another being in that forced proximity roommate situation. I, you know, love this writing duo in all of the books in their series about rugby hotties. William is just the sweetest, you know, well-mannered man, and you're kind of shocked, but in a good way, that he has this interest in watching. But you come to learn more about why he wants to hold himself back from that interest, which is kind of heartbreaking, actually, in a way. Then there's Josie, who I said is just a hot mess. She does things and says things that can be so cringe and awkward. But they just end up making William fall for her even more. And I think I ultimately like that best about this book, that no matter your awkwardness or the things that you do that other people may cringe at, there is somebody out there that loves you exactly for it. And Josie found that gem in William. As far as the voyeurism, Will avoids intimacy and relationships because he's been burned in his past. But to relieve his sexual tension, he's found that he enjoys watching consenting married couples have sex. And in the past, it's worked out for the couples who get off on exhibitionism um, when they all get together. But his secret has been leaked and his reputation is on the line, especially with his rugby club. And he only seems to engage in this practice whenever he doesn't have a roommate, which is where Josie now comes into play. So Josie learns, obviously, all about his past and his voyeuristic tendencies. And I loved how, at one point in their story, she asks him, are you interested in ordinary sex? And he has just the best answer, which is, no, I'm interested in extraordinary sex with you. I mean, gosh, William, you are just awesome and so phenomenal. I absolutely love these authors. I love their work together. So highly recommend The Varlet and The Voyeur. Definitely check that one out. All right. These next two books, which I'm kind of flying through, aren't necessarily about voyeurs or only about voyeurism, but they have voyeurism scenes that really stood out to me. So I'm going to include them here on the list. And now, like thinking about it, I'm only now realizing that they are actually both MM romance books, um, if that means anything to you. The first one being Roommate by Serena Bowen, which is actually the start to her Venus and Veritas series. This is a roommates to lovers romance where Kiernan Shipley is reunited with a guy he knew from high school. Kiernan needs a roommate and Roderick needs a place to stay, but initially Kiernan is trying everything he can to steer clear of Roderick because of the memories he has of him from high school, which really kick, kicks off the beginning of this book. So you really don't have to wait long at all for the voyeurism aspect to it if you decide to pick it up. So the scene 
which I mean, it's kind of a spoiler, but again, it's just sort of the beginning of the book. I don't think I'm really spoiling any, anything, but Kiernan was a junior in high school and Roderick was a senior. During a football game, Kiernan sneaks off into the school gym to take a swig from his dad's flax that he happened to have and he hears some noise. When he goes to investigate, he finds Roderick on his knees blowing another senior. Now, he watches the entire thing from the shadows, then, you know, flies out of there, only to return week after week to the gym to watch them do the same exact thing. But during the last football game of the year, Roderick whips himself out while he's blowing the guy and then turns to, like, make eye contact with Kiernan the entire time he's touching himself and the other guy pretty much communicating in his stare that he knows that Kiernan's been watching him the entire time. So Kiernan has had these profound, you know, voyeuristic encounters that then kicks off his own questioning about his sexuality because those moments watching Roderick really turned him on. So then flash forward for the for most of this book to the future eight years later, where, as I mentioned, Roderick has returned to their small town is in need of a place to stay. And Kiernan has just moved out of his parents' place, but he needs a roommate, and they reconnect, and Roderick moves in. So honestly, you know, if Serena Bowen is writing an MM romance, I'm going to read it. Like, she's just wowed me enough times that I just love her writing and her gay romance stories. She just has this way of making me fall for her characters, especially in those moments where I just want to reach into the story and like give both characters this huge big hug, which I did in this one. So there weren't really a lot of steamy moments in this one, I will say, but the chemistry between Kiernan and Roderick, Roderick was undeniable. I loved their sort of quasi-history from high school, which gave it a unique spin, and I'm such a sucker for our roommates-to-lovers stories. This is another MM romance, like I said, where one of the characters isn't out yet, so if that's not really your cup of tea, so be it, but it still felt like a really good original story. Okay, moving on to my last one on my list of books about voyeurism, and that is Grinder by Marie James, which is an MM hockey romance between a coach and his player. And holy smokes, I had to lift my jaw off the floor throughout this book. Let's just start by, by saying that Damon is an 18-year-old who cannot keep his package in his pants unless he's in full hockey gear. I mean, this guy was getting it on left and right before he even got the hots for his new hockey coach. And since he can't keep it in his pants, he is totally up for putting on a show when he realizes that his coach is watching him in the locker room. So that scene, or maybe it happened a couple of times, I can't remember, we're pretty hot and get things going between these two. So if you're looking for, again, something steamy, forbidden, and a bit of insta-love, then check out Grinder. It did, you know, made me cringe like once or twice, and I kind of questioned the coach's total about face when it came to falling for his younger male player, but I went with it, and it was an enjoyable Totally met my expectations for forbidden romance and for the moments of voyeurism. 
And that book then wraps up my list of best books about voyeurism. As I mentioned earlier, circle back to episode 34 for my list of best books about exhibitionism. If you want even more steamy reads where someone likes to be watched, be sure to also join my Facebook group, the She Reads Romance Books Reader Lounge, a growing community of romance book lovers where we come together to ask for and share recommendations, talk about our favorite tropes and selections for my annual romance book reading challenge, and so much more. Please come and hang out with us in the Reader Lounge. I really hope to see you there. I'll include a link to the group in the show notes below. So be sure to click that. Now, this episode also drops the day before Galentine's Day. So happy Galentine's Day a bit early. And I have a present for you. Now, did you love Mad Libs as a kid? You know, those fill-in-the-blank word games where you could complete a story based on the words that you picked? I thought they were so much fun and hilarious when you read them after the fact. So I wanted to continue that fun as an adult, so I created my own romance-inspired fill-in-the-blank stories just for you. Now, you can download right now two stories from shereadsromancebooks.com, and I'll send you one sweet story and one steamy story for you to complete. Check out the link below so you can grab those. And once you complete your story, either by yourself or with a friend, I'd love to hear them, so be sure to share in the She Reads Romance Books Reader Lounge or tag me on Instagram at She Reads Romance Books blog so that I can hear it. So have fun and happy Valentine's Day. Thanks as always for tuning in to today's episode. Till next time, happy reading because life is better with a love story. That's all for this episode of the She Reads Romance Books podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and found some new books to add to your TBR list. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. It really helps me reach more romance book lovers like you, and I appreciate your support. If you're a book boyfriend collector like me, then you'll want to join my email list so you never miss a podcast episode or a new book list. Just visit shereadsromancebooks.com slash join and sign up today. As a thank you, I'll instantly send you my list of top 10 book boyfriends that will make you swoon. Trust me, you don't want to miss this list. Thank you for listening, and until next time, happy reading.